I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on Mighty Main Street. We have Sarah Young, and she's the Director of Development for Nuzzle & Co. in Peoria, Utah, and that's right next to Park City. And so, uh, Sarah, I know that this is a new promotion for you. You've been with Nuzzle & Co. for a while now, and you just got promoted to Director of Development. That is so exciting. Yes, I'm really excited. I um, just started as the Development Manager in October, and then this position opened up, and I feel really passionate about Nuzzles & Co. and the mission and what we're doing, and so I'm really excited to have this this bigger role. What a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. What an extraordinary organization. They've been around for a while now. How old is Nuzzle & Co.? How long have they been doing this, Pet Rescue? Nuzzles & Co. was established in 1990. Really? So that's 31 years. Yeah, 31 years. I didn't realize that they were that they were 31 years old. I was kind of thinking more like 10 or 15. No, it actually started as an entirely volunteer uh, group. It was just a group of animal lovers in Park City who saw a need in the community. Um, in Summit County, there actually originally wasn't actually an animal control facility. There was a shed that could ha- house a few cats and a few dogs. And then there were a lot of free-roaming uh, stray animals in the community. So a group of, of uh, volunteers got together and started helping out the animal control Um, in Summit County and then successfully lobbied to have an actual building created and then and then over time they started helping with adoptions in 2015 uh, we were originally called Friends of Animals Utah and then uh, we rebranded into Nuzzles and Co and uh, we started our own adoption center not just helping Summit County but our own adoption center in the outlet mall in Park City and now, fast forward to 2021, we have uh, a 100-acre beautiful ranch in Pioa, Utah, where all of our animals come from, and we have our adoption center still in Park City. So we've grown a lot in 31 years, but, you know, it's it's been kind of incredible. 
You know, I've got a question for you because the term rescue ranches, I love that, the adoption center. Are these two different operations that are connected, Nuzzle & Co. and Rescue Ranch? No, this that's just the title of our, our facility. So everything is operational under Nuzzles & Co. That's our company name. Um, the adoption center is more of like a public-facing storefront where we bring our animals down from our rescue ranch. That's where our vet suite is, um, where all of the animals stay overnight and they get treatment, they get um, training, everything that they need to be their best selves and find their forever home. And then during the day, they go down to the adoption center where people can come in and check them out and meet them, take them for a walk and all that fun stuff. How are you like Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Kanab? Our operation is similar. We uh, intake animals from lots of different places. Um, Our main goal is to assist overcrowded shelters and other rescues that are overwhelmed. Um, And we take in some of the worst cases of animals who are sick, who were abused, who need behavior uh, interventions, things like that, really super young puppies and litters of kittens and all, and all sorts of the more extreme cases. So our, our goal is to assist other rescues uh, and help save as many animals as we can. Sarah, are we winning this battle with really understanding the humanity around animals and making sure that we don't have a bunch of unwanted litters and that when we adopt, that we understand the responsibility to animal care? Are, are we winning this battle? I think so. I, I think, um, you know, it's kind of a twofold uh, issue right now. It, it used to be, you know, five or six years ago, animal uh, welfare was all about no-kill, bringing shelters um, to this no-kill status where no animal was unnecessarily euthanized in a shelter because of overcrowding or whatever. And we have a 97% no-kill rate at Nuzzle Co., and we've helped other area shelters and rescues like Summit County is now no-kill. So we've kind of achieved that, and that's really great. The second step is allowing people to have the resources that they need to keep their pets in their home forever. We, we use the term forever home all the time, that, you know, animals are out there getting their second chance to find their forever home. Having a pet is really a people problem. People need the resources. They need accessible, affordable veterinary care. They need affordable training. They need food. Um, so that's sort of our next leg of this journey for Nuzzles & Co. especially. We have a low-cost community clinic that assists really anybody, but we have, so all of our spay and neuter surgeries and vaccines and treatments are all much lower cost than any other vet in the area. And then we also have stipends and and discounts available for low-income people as well. And then during COVID, we started our no, or excuse me, our pop-up pet pantry and we go out to low-income areas in Salt Lake County and bring people pet food so that we don't get more animals in the shelter that are and cause this cycle to continue of being overwhelmed, having all these overwhelmed shelters. And really, people need need the assistance to have to keep their animals forever. Like that's you know the ultimate goal. You know that makes so much sense. Uh, that makes all the sense in the world to me. So instead of bringing more yeah. animals in, keep them keep them where they are. You know, meet the people where they are. And, I mean, you think mm-hmm. about if someone's struggling to be able to feed their pet or, you know, they're, so they're struggling in other areas. And the worst thing that can happen to them would be to lose their pet. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of times that's truly your best friend. I mean, that's why they call them your right. best friend because of the beautiful unconditional love. Exactly. And, you know, I don't think anybody adopts an animal with the intention that someday they'll give it back. 
they, you know, this is a companion and they, you know, made the choice that they want to give and receive love to an animal. And, you know, I think we've all, anybody who has a pet has felt that deep connection with other animals. And that's something that is just so, it's so human. It's part of our society. It's these animals have been in our lives for, you know, thousands of years. And everybody deserves to have and keep a pet with dignity. They deserve to be able to afford that. With COVID, we saw a 40% increase in animals and shelters. It was all over the news with people, you know, people really stepped up to foster and volunteer and adopt animals. But at the same time, there were a lot of people that had no choice but to give up their animal. We hope that never has to happen for most people. So we, we do everything that we can to try to, to offer the resources so that people and pets can stay together. Um, how do you get funding? We have a lot of different ways. Um, adoption fees. It's a kind of a misconception that our adoption fees really cover everything that we do. It actually only covers 15% of our operational costs. The rest of that comes from donations. I've been in fundraising for a, a long time, and I've never seen such a mobilized community around a nonprofit before, but we have people who just are so loyal to Nuzzles & Co. And so a lot of our, a lot of our, um, Funding comes from individual donors and people from the community, but we also have some wonderful corporate sponsorships. We have uh, foundational grants that we write, so it really comes from a variety of areas. The boomers, of course, the wealthiest population on planet Earth right now, I've heard this from other people, that a lot of them are writing donations like this into their wills, you know, making sure that some of their funding goes to something that is beloved to them, whether it's cancer research or saving animals or whatever the case may be, but it's being written in. Is that, are you starting to experience that? Yes, we, that's something we're, we're actually ramping up. It's one of our goals for the next five years is to, to increase some of those legacy gifts. We have had a couple of people just come to us with that kind of, I've loved Nuzzles & Co. for 30 years. I've, you know, been such a supporter and I want to continue that. And I I think that's such a fabulous way to make sure that, you know, really your money is a legacy and you're doing what you what you feel is important to you and you can let all of that philanthropy live on. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I think that's an excellent way. Sarah, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I have Sarah Young with me. She's the new director of development at Nuzzle & Co. Nuzzle & Co. is not new to Sarah, but she just got this great promotion. She's very excited. We'll be right back, Sarah, in just a minute. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.